Welcome to a new episode of the Soccer and Fitness Show. I am your host and creator of the podcast, Sean Spencer, recording from Houston today. So it's been, I think it's been a little over a week since I last uh, put a podcast out, which is which is okay. So yeah, just been busy really, and sometimes I just like to save up a few things that are. That I would like to discuss on on podcasts and think them through properly before before I sort of put them out there. So yeah, today's no different. Uh, today's episode is I don't know. I suppose you could title it "Work Life Balance" um, to do with soccer. Um, more importantly, this is actually from a job posting. Somebody posted like. Um, a quote or a clip, like a screenshot on on Twitter a few days ago, um, stating this this position and and what they required, and it 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 was I couldn't believe that it was a job listing to be honest, and especially from the the, the club that um, put it out there. So because I didn't believe it, I, I sort of did a little bit of research to try and find the original job listing. So first, after that, found it on, on Reddit and then found it on jobsinfootball.com. Um, so I'm going to talk through that in, in a little bit. And like I said, make, make your own opinion about work-life balance and and soccer but i've i've certainly had my experience uh which i'm going to sort of link in my experience with with this as well but before we get into that um few little updates so we're in houston at the moment and it is monday and we've got uh, it's not quite a hurricane tropical storm tropical storm coming in called Nicholas so yeah we're just kind of just staying in the apartment there's a, a a gigantic freeway just outside the apartment but if there's any sort of liquid on the road it floods really easy and is super dangerous so yeah just just staying in and avoiding that and just keeping safe so that's why I thought today, why not? Why not do that? Why not do the the podcast and be productive? Um, over the weekend, did a CrossFit competition. It was my first CrossFit competition since 2019, and Emily's first ever CrossFit competition. So yeah, that that was good. It went well. I enjoyed it. It was nice to be sort of out there competing again. Um, I played sort of soccer all my life, so I'm used to like every Saturday, like having that competitive element. So uh, CrossFit sort of took over that when I finished playing, and then obviously with the pandemic and lockdown and and all that good stuff, not being able to to really do anything like that. So it was nice on Saturday to do that. It was about twenty thirty minutes away. Uh, if you're interested in that type of stuff. I've got a YouTube channel called Resolute Fitness, uh, and I post I post all all things fitness. Um, and I actually sort of did. I wasn't going to, but I did like a little vloggy video of of Saturday. I just wanted to concentrate on on actually sort of performing, but I ended up doing a few few little bits. So that will be up this week. 
Um, other than that, I've started doing NFTs. So if you're not familiar with that, um, I'm not going to explain it on here because that will be a full podcast and I'm still just getting my head around it. Um, but I've just started putting sort of 8-bit pixel art of CrossFit people, which sounds absolutely crazy. But I'm I'm quite creative and I like... I like art, but with um, with drawing and stuff, I enjoy it and it's relaxing. But it always frustrates me when the pictures don't come out exactly how you like. But with the with the pixel sort of art, I quite enjoy it because it reminds me of sort of the old school computer games. Nice and colourful, and it's quite relaxing. So yeah, I've I've started on OpenSea. So that that little venture is called Jacked. 1984 so you can find that on on instagram as well and on OpenSea. um so yeah that's that's what's been going on there and then finally like we always do what's traditional um on this podcast is that i always record it with a beer 99 percent of the time um and good news finally in texas we've got a drink called yingling y-u-e-n-g-l ing um which is super popular in north carolina and it was super cheap but it was good beer but in texas they've they've not had it and recently about a month ago they've they've opened like a branch in fort worth so yingling is literally everywhere and i've got the yingling golden pilsner refreshing and smooth um so yeah so cheers tastes nice and cold and refreshing and we are gonna jump straight into this um and basically what's gonna happen is i am gonna read the job description and go and go through it word for word i'll i'm gonna try and put it in the description i'm not sure how many words i can have in my description but i'm gonna put it in the failing that i'll put the link to the job description so this is this is word for word and i am not making this up this is real, which is crazy. All right, here we go. All right, so the post is for a general manager in football, soccer, back in England for a team called AFC Fylde. So AFC Fylde, I used to play for, um, I can't remember the last time I played for them, but it's been a while, probably about eight years ago now, nine years ago. Um, I played for them on and off for a number of years. It's about, it was 15 minutes away from, from a house. Uh, so no, the club, they, they started in the lower leagues and then got promoted changed from Kirkham and Wesham to AFC Files, built this sort of state-of-the-art stadium, did really well, made it to the conference, which you have the Premier League, Championship, League One, League Two, and and then the um, and the conference. But then the the plan was to get into League Two, which they were on track and then they ended up getting relegated. So they're now in the conference north. So you have Conference North and South. Winners of that get promoted to the Conference Full. 
and then the winners of that become what's called a football league team. So the the they're knocking at the door, but they haven't quite got there. Um, so they put a, the job up for general manager. General manager um, to explain it here in in America because I know I know all the sort of titles and terms of uh, are different. So if you've seen Ted Lasso, this is Higgins' position pretty much. So Higgins, the guy with the glasses, um, that would pretty much be the general manager. Can also be. Be sort of called as the, the like the secretary of the club, um, but depending on on the club, kind of the same. It's basically Higgins. Um, if you don't know who Higgins is, I think you should watch Ted Lasso. Just get a free um, seven day trial with Apple and and watch Ted Lasso. That's sort of TV show at the at the moment. Okay, job description. Let's get into it. So this was. This was posted on Jobs in Football on the 9th of September. Uh, Full-time leadership and management role. Job description. Here we go. We are seeking a general manager to work directly alongside the director of football. These roles currently report directly into the chairman and will do, do for the foreseeable future. Okay. While focused on the general day-to-day running of the non-football inside of the club, the main emphasis will be on the commercial aspect of the role and developing the filed brand, so the team AFC filed. The successful candidate must therefore be able to demonstrate a successful track record in similar role within the sporting and entertainment industry. Football experience, although an asset, is not a requirement but a fanatical eye for detail and the ability to write and implement a detailed strategic plan is. So, so far, so good. Nothing out of the ordinary there. Um, This is a hands-on role and requires hands-on leadership from the front. So, delegators in little brackets, um, or quotation marks, sorry, and office dwellers, please don't apply. If not already apparent, we are not a Premier League club and therefore every penny and every fan has to be fought for and respected. You will need to be proactive in your approach to everything. For the avoidance of doubt, we work hard at files. So again, don't apply if you are looking for flexi time or similar work-life balances. The club opens at 8am each day and closes at 5pm. And you are expected to be there and on match days, it's usually 8am to 7pm. So I'm just going to pause there for a second. So again, like the, the tone, the tone of that paragraph is disgusting, if if you ask me. Um, so I think the main message there is that like ultimately, they just want somebody who's hardworking and going to do the best for the club. However, saying about the delegators and office dwellers, please don't apply. You can go okay and sort of skip skip through that. But the bit where it said, so again, don't apply if you're looking for flexi time or similar work life balances. That. I think in the modern day and and everything that sort of happened with with COVID and everything that's still happening with with COVID um, is a little bit 
uh, what's the word, insensitive maybe, flex time or similar work-life balances. So obviously every single person is in a, in a different situation in terms of what's going on with the life, whether um, you've got people becoming pregnant, people expecting, people having children, people who have bereavements, um, hospital, uh, children, young children, all this type of stuff. And that's that's kind of ruling any of that out, which I think is probably not the best way to, to go about it. Anyway, let's move on. You'll need to live within 45 minutes driving distance of the club and immerse yourself in the local community at all levels. Again, I have no issue with that 45 minutes distance, fine. Uh, and then, then they've actually put in a glossary at the bottom of the list, the listing. So it says office lurkers, people who find every reason possible to stay in the in their office and not get out and meet people face to face, be they customers, suppliers, or our employees. Again, if you're wanting somebody to 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 go out and and network and meet people there's in a professional job posting i think there's there's a better language that you can use than than what i just said there i think that's again disgusting um delegators and again this is in quotation marks those managers who delegate any job that is boring, mundane, difficult, detailed, or indeed they consider to be below their status to someone else down the food chain without first understanding how to do the job themselves. This is particularly prevalent in football, where most people want to spend the day pontificating with whoever will listen about players' tactics and, in fact, anything but that for which they are responsible we call them football romantics. Again, it, it's almost like they've broke up with somebody and super, super bitter. That's what it sounds like to me. It sounds like a, a, like somebody who's not over the wrecks, basically. Um, I, I don't think, personally, I don't think there's anything wrong with, with delegating. If you know somebody who is better at a task than you who can do it more efficiently um then then why wouldn't you delegate i think the i think that's one of the biggest issues in football is the fact that people don't delegate enough they they try and do everything themselves and and it it doesn't really work out um and then it's then where most people want to spend the day pontificating with whoever will listen. Um, so previously it said about wanting people that don't just stay in the office, that will go out into um, go into the public and, and, and sort of network and mix, mix with people. Yet in the same token, they're saying that they don't want anybody to talk. And the thing that what you need to bear in mind here is if you work for a football club and you have like anybody 
people bring in food deliveries, water deliveries, um, people selling tickets, people want to buy tickets. They're there because of of the football. They're interested in football. Everybody in in the country that's around a football club will want to know more about the football club. So here you're kind of being penalised for talking about about football. So I don't really understand that. Um, the fact anything that which they are responsible, we call them football romantics. Who who calls them football romantics? Uh, work-life balance. And again, quotation marks. A modern, commonly used term that can mean many different things to different people. However, from our experience, in simple terms, we have found this means the ability to work from home some days a week, start late some days, or leave early. Since the pandemic, the requests to work from home have increased, and in fact, many of our employees did work from home. But now we have returned to normal. Our working hours throughout the whole of the group are 8am to 5pm, Monday to Friday, the exception of Saturdays in football, where you take a day off during the week to compensate. So, what, you do work Monday to Friday, or don't work Monday to Friday? I don't I don't know. Again, just kind of contradicts itself. But anyway, um, so if you're a winner, up for a challenge, and want to be part of a very special journey, then send your CV, covering letter and salary expectations by post to File Football Club. Um, and again, the, the work-life balance bit is... It's so archaic, isn't it? Um, a modern, commonly used term that can mean many different things to different people. However, from our experience, in simple terms, we have found it means the ability to work from home some days. Like, if you can work from home, why not work from home? And again, they've just complained earlier on in the post about people who just stay in the office. But now they're complaining of people working from from home. Um, people who start late some days. So are they just turning up late or are they requesting to work, say, 10 o'clock in the morning to 6 o'clock or 7 o'clock? Um, because what, what tends to happen in, in a football club, certainly if there's an, a midweek evening game, the hours get all skewed because the game could kick off at eight o'clock you see it's between 7 30 and, and eight o'clock sometimes a little bit later so on on match, match day there's there's a lot going on because they have to prepare everything you've got um like all the stewards tv if TV, if there's um if the game's televised so the, the working day becomes a lot later like you you could be there then till 9 30 well like say 9 30 it's going to be around 10 10 30 so again it didn't it didn't mention that earlier when it was saying monday to friday the exceptions are saturday afc files play tuesdays they play a lot of game on tuesdays uh, and also wednesdays so it just seems it seems crazy um since the pandemic like it's 
like it's the person's fault since the pandemic that people want to work from home. People want to work from home because they don't feel comfortable going into a tiny office with um, no ventilation around of around people who could potentially have have COVID. That's that's the reason why people normally don't want to go into office, especially at the moment. Like whilst this is going on, there's a surge in in, in Delta virus, and again, what what I said earlier, people could have. Um, families they could have um loved ones with certain illnesses and stuff like that so again i just think it, it is so poorly written insensitive um and just not what you would want from a a, a professional football soccer club um and again, this was this was found on. I found this originally. People talking about it on uh, on Twitter, and then and then on Reddit, and then I found the original post. It's just it's just a shame, especially especially AFC Fylde, which is which is a club that I sort of have grown up with and played for and stuff like that. And to see that's that's the stuff they're putting out there is is. Um, slightly worrying <clears throat> but just going just going to touch on sort of my experience with with this type of stuff um is that when when i was younger and you you first get into working at a professional football club soccer club it's you you're so excited that you've you've managed to get into these places that you don't you don't really care and you're young you're young your hours are all over the place anyway um so you don't you don't really notice it as much but the the older that you get you you start to understand how crazy um these places can can be and it's not it's not just in in England like my last position here was was insane i would wake up i would wake up and i would have text messages um daft te- text messages like questions that they weren't even about anything um so then then you would sort of wake up and you you wouldn't be coaching until until the evening and then you would have like the emails would start coming in and phone calls would start coming in. And this is like seven, eight, nine o'clock in the morning. And then there would be like last minute meetings that would get thrown in. So you'd you go to these meetings. And again, I, I don't mind a meeting as long as as long as there's like a point to them. But these meetings would just be like set three hours or four hours during a pandemic again um and you'd you'd be in this room just to work on stuff and there were there were no there were no real like aim of the meetings i i never i never like un- understood it um and i think they could have been done a lot better and um and had a bit more more purpose and certainly a lot quicker and then and then you'd finish your meeting and you'd have you'd have like what 
like some people less than an hour turnover and then you'd you'd go to the field and then you'd be coaching to nine, nine o'clock. You'd then leave and then you'd have you'd have phone calls, whether like in the youth with youth stuff, it would be it'd be parents, it could be could be your sort of like line managers or owners asking questions. And that that would take you to to ten o'clock. So you've been you've just either been on the call, on a call, you've been text, you've been emailed, um, you've been actually just doing the coaching which you're getting paid for. Um and then that that would go Monday to Friday. Then on the weekends you would have the games and the same thing would would happen. Like you would you would obviously turn up for the games and go through that whole process and then afterwards then then the phone calls would start and emails would start and that would happen Saturday Sunday so you'd have you'd have 7 days of non-stop football and and soccer which in terms of uh, work life balance is is just all that's going to happen is is you're going to burn out and this has happened multiple, multiple times in in positions that that I've been in, and there there is no sort of understanding or respect for for work life balance. And again, it wasn't until I was around people who who work in different industries, and you realise like how how crazy like football and and, and soccer is. Um. And then also recently, I've got into like more of the the fitness side the past sort of six seven months, and again, you you just realise how how different the the work life balance is, and how much more um, respected you are, and how you sort of your life and your time is is respected. Um, so. All I can sort of put it down to at the moment, I had this conversation recently, is people in in soccer and football think that you are privileged to be in that position, which which you are, and, and they do have a point. But you also should be compensated for that, and you also should be respected for for that. Um, but it's often it's often not. And I think what happens is you have, let's say, for instance, I I go into a position and I've been treat the way that I've been treated in a, in, a, in a soccer club or like you go off that job listing and then you move up within the club. So say that general manager, whoever gets the position, they then become in charge. Then they then post the job listing <clears throat> pretty much saying the same the same thing and it just goes on and on and on and it's it's like a merry go round of of this sort of toxic culture and you you see a lot of people talking about mental health and there being sort of more awareness of it yet at the at the job level now like it's there, you can you can see it, and it's not even it's not even hard to to find that, and that's a that's a good position at a respected soccer club, um, where they're saying the stuff that they said in that. So anyway, that's that's all I can 
all I can say about that at the moment. But again, I just want to reiterate, like work-life balance shouldn't be something that you should be ashamed of. It shouldn't be something that should be sacrificed. Um, and looking after your mental health and having a break and switching off from work, again, shouldn't be something to be ashamed of. Um, so I think, my, my opinion, shame on them. Shame on them for posting that. Um, but, yeah, that's that's about it. That went a little bit... Um, a little bit depressing towards the end. I didn't mean it to, but like I said, I think it's something that's important. It's something that I've experienced for for many many years, and I, I just feel I feel bad on on the person who is really looking for a job, who might be a super keen AFC filed supporter fan, um, and is really excited, and then and then goes into that environment where they then have to neglect loved ones and family and they can't pick the kids up from school and they just they just live that 24-7. I just think it's a shame. So there you go. Okay, right, I am out. Hopefully this storm Nicholas doesn't um, hit us too hard. Uh, but other than that, have a good week. I'll be back soon. Um you can, like I said, you can find me on YouTube, Resolute Fitness. You can find me on Instagram, Resolute Fitness Challenge. Uh, Twitter, at The Spencer, capital T and capital S. All right, I'll be back soon. Bye-bye.